This is the Risky Mix podcast, where we speak with those people changing the mix in the insurance industry. Sharing their personal journeys, their inspirational stories, and answering the questions we all want answered. You're listening to Raj and Katie. We really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Risky Mix podcast and part two of our chat with Karen Graves. Karen's had an illustrious career in the Lloyds and London markets, holding CEO and COO roles before becoming the head of operations for EMEA at SCORE. She's driving positive change and diversity in the insurance industry, and she's the chair of the Independent Women in Insurance Network and a founding member of the European Council for the Advancement of Women in Leadership. We hope you enjoy part two of our chat with Karen. I'm wondering, just moving on to um, some of that men- mentoring and sponsorship experience that you had. Yeah. I actually saw you um, on the panel at the insurance, uh, Women in Insurance oh, um, yeah. conference. <laughs> that was good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a good conference. It was a, it was a really, really good. good conference. Yeah. I hope they do that again. And, you know, for me, um, listening to that panel on mentoring and sponsorship kind of took me a little bit by surprise because I'd never thought about actively seeking a mentor or how important that can oh, be in, yeah. in, in my career. Yeah. Um, and I think part of me is also a little bit um, almost hesitant to seek someone out because... Okay, <laughs> yeah. Is that, and is that because you're uncomfortable at asking or you're not sure what it is you'll get from a mentoring relationship? A, a, a bit of both, I think. Okay. A, you know, why sh- why do I deserve yeah. the time? And B, you know, I'm, I'm not sure myself as to what... I'm going to be able to get out of this relationship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and I think there are the mentoring is an amazing thing, as and sponsorship is, I think, a natural next step and progression on that. We can talk about both of those those things. But mentoring, um, and I think it's it's how you want to tackle this. And we can talk about um, the event that we're running with ICANN in November because mentoring is a big part of that for us and what we're trying to do with that. Okay. So you can have it in company mentors or you can have external mentors and I think whenever you do this the basis of any relationship you have with with a mentor has to be um, confidentiality yeah so you have to have that trust in somebody that you you have as a mentor that your conversations and advice and issues you raise are entirely between the two of you yeah so that that's the big starting point for me and then the reason, and I think you have to look around for your mentors because you might have mentors, you just don't realise you've got one. Mm. Sorry, that might sound a bit stupid. But I've looked, I look back on my career and think, actually, you know, he was a really good mentor. Mm. I just didn't call him a mentor at the okay. time. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the things that, that I realise is that you need that space to just sense check yourself. Um, and you, you, when you have a good mentoring relationship, it, it is about your career because it should be... Now, the, the point point of it should be to help you um, in your in your working career, your path through a company, or just within a company or outside, or what happens next. So that's why you're doing it. But within that comes all the other stuff that you bring with it in terms of life and balance and all that kind of stuff. So having somebody to talk to that you trust, um, that can give you tips and ideas, and have you thought about this? Why don't you go and talk to that? Yeah. You know, have you thought about doing some qualifications in that area? Mm. Whatever it might be, um, is really invaluable. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I, I have a mentor now. I love it, you know. Yeah. And I, I probably have two. So I've got one that's a, sort of the, a, a peer of, of mine. But then I also, you know, use my son as a, as a sort of a reverse mentor, if you like, oh, just okay. to kind of sense check. The good thing about mentors 
and a mentee relationship is very often you can create it how you want to create it. You might want to see somebody every two months. You might want to see somebody more frequently. Yeah. You might want to do it more formally in an office or it might be a coffee or a drink after work or something. Yeah. Yeah. So however you do that should be your choice, but you go into it with three or four points in mind that you want to raise and focus on. And then once you've done that, then your relationship goes forward and you can see where you're going with your problems and issues. I just think it's fantastic. Mm, yeah. and, and I think mentoring today is one of the most powerful, the mentoring, role modeling, role models and, um, and networking are, okay. are three things that, that are really key, I think. Um, and I think a mentoring relationship is, is fantastic. So in November, I can and I win a running, um, and I can is the Insurance Cultural Awareness Network. Okay. So in it, and we're running a BAME-focused event. Um, and one of the things that we're trying to do is create a, a um, pool of mentors. Oh, great. Fantastic. Okay? And we've got some really, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, it's on the 21st of November, we've got some really high-profile people in this pool okay. in terms of senior execs. Right. Um, that we then want to manage that yeah. so that they can then have a relationship. I'm not going to be prescriptive around how they do it, but to then have a mentor. Okay to talk to them specifically about their career and see if they can have that relationship. It might not always work, it might work, it might be great, it might not, you know, there's always that flexibility. But that's what we're trying to do because mentoring is just massively important yes. mm. um, as are our role models. Um, mm. And so that that's what we're trying, that's one part of our evening is that the, the other part is trying to have positive conversation, how to have, supported by PwC, how to have supportive and positive conversations about colour in the office. And then... Um, We've got a keynote speaker and, and then a panel session in, uh, to finish off. So it, sh it should be, but it's meant to be a positive evening. Mm. And it's meant to try and hook people up with other people, increase people's networks. Yes. Because that's really important, networking. And you need to make the time to network. <laughs> so that's really, you know. Um, so I, I think that, that for me, mentoring is, because is, I've, I've benefited from it. Okay, mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask a silly question. No, go on. So earlier on, you mentioned mentoring and sponsorship. Yep, mm. the difference Tell between me the, the two. Difference. Okay, yeah. so the, well, the difference in Karen's world is, because <laughs> it might be different in other people's world. So I think mentoring um, is about you and um, uh, either somebody within your company, but maybe more senior than yourself, or somebody from a different part of the company, or maybe even externally, where you talk together um, and you, you discuss any career issues. Um, how do I do this? I found that a problem. I've got this issue with this guy over here or this woman over there, whatever. And you you, you have a, a private relationship yeah. and you work on your work on strategies to try and help somebody progress their career forward. Right. Sponsorship for me is where a senior member of, of the C-suite, so the senior clearly the senior, but a senior executive um, within the company or, or, or head of a team or whatever highlights and notices somebody of talent and decides they are going to be their sponsor. Right. And they take them right. to business meetings, to uh, interview, you know, to, to appointment, to meetings externally. They get to attend maybe committee meetings with them. They get showcased around. They accompany them onto things. Um, and so that person gets seen by the company in the company context as being a person of talent and that somebody, this senior person, thinks is worthwhile sponsoring. Right. So, so it's very visual. By that yeah, person, so, yeah. So and I and I think that's a very visual and very dynamic thing in a company. Mentoring relationships are, I think are very private. Yeah. Not necessarily under the radar, but they are private. 
and they are confidential because they yeah. have to be. Yeah. Whereas when you get sponsored by a senior member of your company, mm-hmm. um, that's a massive thing for you as an individual. Yeah. Right. And you and then you get to see bits of the company that you haven't seen before. Yeah. Um, you get taken along to things. You maybe even get to contribute. So that's what I mean by sponsorship. In in that that, you know, take talent. And then demonstrate that talent to the rest of the company. That's what being a sponsor is, of okay. somebody of talent. Okay, that makes sense. And is sponsorship something that's sort of um, widely done in the industry? I think it's getting to be more widely done. Okay. I, I think in mentoring, I would say, there are, there are lots of ideas about mentoring, whether companies have schemes or, or there, there's schemes that get put together by sort of like ICANN or IWIN or whatever. Um, so but I think sponsorship is, um, is the next... I think is a, is the next step for me in, um, let's say, we're going to talk this in terms of gender, let's say, in terms of, of highlighting the benefits of, of having different people in a room, okay? Um, I would say it's less prevalent, but I'd stand to be corrected on that. My feeling okay. is that it's less prevalent. Okay, okay. Um, but what it does, I think, that's really powerful, and this is another bugbear of mine, is that you need to see, you need... To, I sometimes think women, we, we struggle to see a career path in a company. We don't know what it looks like up there. Mm. Right. All right? Maybe it's for men, but we don't know what it looks like up there. And so when you get sponsored, you get the opportunity to see how the company operates from a very senior level, mm. potentially, depending mm. on how that relationship works. Um, and when you see your senior executives challenged, Yeah. Um, and you see the way that, that governance works and maybe non-execs challenge the senior team. Um, that's a very powerful thing to learn, to see. And then you're also in, in environments that you know that you can be part of, should you want to be. Sure. Because until you know what it looks like and what it feels like, you don't know if you want to be part of it. So we, and, and that may go for, for, for everybody, by the way, but particularly for women. We don't know. And I think we're quite pragmatic creatures. And if we can't see a path for ourselves, we'll just yeah. we'll go somewhere yeah. else. Yes. And maybe part of that is that we can't quite see it. Okay. Can't see what that looks like or feels like. Okay. Um, and so I think sponsoring can help do that. Right. And you can have sponsorship schemes that are, um, you know, that, that you could put together in a company um, that, that would highlight, that would take talent and then look to get it involved and see different bits of the business. Okay. And I just think it's really cool. Okay. Um, having used the word cool on podcast, which is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask another question around uh, mentoring? <laughs> yeah. So um, from your experience as a mentee, as a mentor, yeah. and, and kind of, you know, within your network, what type of arrangement works the best? Because I hear, I hear kind of some people, men and women, kind of saying, well, I, went, I want to mentor, I want a, a senior person within the business, but actually I then don't have anything in common with that person. And so can, how do I approach yeah. somebody like that? Okay. Have that open chat? And I think that's where... You know that's where you you need to, um, and that's where you need to go to evenings like. So, one of the things that we do within Iwin is we have a speed mentoring evening. Everybody gets ten minutes with okay. a senior person, yeah. okay. and from that we've had people develop lasting relationships in terms of right. taking a, a ten minute speed mentoring thing, yeah. thinking, oh, this is a great great conversation, yeah. and following it al- afterwards with a more of a, um, a, lo- a longer term mentoring relationship. Yeah. So you need to find the spaces to meet your mentors in. I, I, I accept that. Okay. I also think I actually now quite like 
mentoring people outside of the company that I'm in. Do you know when I, you know, and I think that's quite interesting as a mentee to have a mentor. I always want to call people mentos for that so wrong. <laughs> mentee and mentor. Um, uh, somebody external to your company is quite, I think that's quite beneficial. Yeah, it's a fresh perspective. Because it's a fresh perspective. Yeah. And people are very honest. There is a bit of trial and error in mentoring. You know, sometimes it works with the person, sometimes it doesn't, but that's a question you'd be both being honest about it, saying, not sure it's for me. But I've had people talk I'd met recently that had a first session with a mentor, thought, oh, this is awful, mm. this is not working, then okay. went again, and then thought, well, actually, it's oh. quite interesting because they're so different from me, but okay. actually, we do have things in common, but the way they approach things is very different than the way I approach things, and it's been a very positive thing for them. Okay. So you have to give it a bit of time as well. Okay. But, but it is a question of, of, of meeting, you know, a lot of companies these days have mentoring schemes, they have people mm. willing to be mentors. Um, but then if you, which is why networking is a kind of a big link to this, you need to take time to value your networks and okay. and, 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 and make your network um, vibrant and, and, and living. You know, so if you meet somebody and you like them and you gel with them and they give you the business card, follow up. Yeah. Don't just say yeah. thanks very much. Yeah. I'll yeah. leave me. Yeah. Follow up. Be proactive about managing your networking mm -hmm. relationships. And then sometimes you might see something or read something and think, I think oh, I'm going to send this to you because that might be really interesting for you to, right. to know that. So right. being proactive about your networking. And then within that wider network that you have that's external to your company, there might be somebody you think, you know what, I need a mentor. I might just ask them. They might say no. Yeah. But that might be not because it's you, but it might just be because they don't have time or they've already got three or four that they're mentoring. Yeah. Whatever. But that's the way to do it. And you just have to be a bit gutsy about asking. Yeah. yeah. And, and not take it personally if they say no. And not <laughs> personally if they say no, because it might just be time and it might just yeah. be it's not convenient for them. And they might have other stuff going on in their life that just makes it more difficult. Um, but, but my experience has been that, that people generally love being asked to be mentors. I mean, of they course. really do. Yeah. I mean, they, they really do. Yeah. That sometimes they have a, a sort of a... You know, I meant, well, I'm not sure what I, what I can do for you. But then when you start to talk and you explain what it is you're really wanting and, yeah. and struggling with, if it's an issue, a person, mm -hmm. or a understanding a long-term career path, I think, well, I might be able to help you with that. You know, and then you just start that relationship. Sure. But you okay. need to have goals and an and a, and a aim in mind for it. Yeah, that yeah. structure. But that that yeah. structure. But you just need to ask because sometimes these things are best when you sort them out yourselves. Okay. And, you know, and I think... Companies can't do everything for an individual. I think yeah. there is a desire that when you're in them that you expect, you know, 100% of X, Y, and Z from your company. Yeah. Um, sometimes the best things you do are the ones you do for yourselves. Yeah. If you want to get to the top, you've got to have a bit of bit of drive. Yes. And, a, you know, I think, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> right? definitely. No, not I think, definitely. You need some drive. Yeah. Yeah. Need some drive and just, yeah. you know, a bit of focus and yeah. mm. understand, you know, opportunities and um, and then having somebody to talk to that about yeah. could quite often be the difference between you making an application for something and you not making the application Absolutely. for something. Mm. Yeah. So so the people who are listening into the podcast today, Karen, if, oh. they, if they're <laughs> okay. thinking about... Yeah. Like Raj is kind of, do I want to mentor? Yeah. I want to investigate this a bit further. Yep. Can they come to your event in yes, November? Yes, they can. They can they take can. part in the speed they mentoring. Can. They can take, yeah, can come along to this event. Fantastic. And and, um, and and see in here and see how it feels like. Yeah. Talk to people. It's a networking event as well at the end after the panel discussion. So meet people. I, you know, get out and meet people. I think quite often, and I'm guilty of this as anybody, 
I'll go, oh, I'll put my name down for that. <laughs> Regretting it. And then you go, oh, God, but it's on like a blah, and it's just like a duh. And so, you know, I'm very conscious of that. So, but I would encourage everybody to, uh, if, if you're interested enough to put your name down, be interested enough to go sure. still. Sure. Um, so, for example, like if we do these events, I always try and make sure that they're in an e a place that's easy to get to. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a, f you know, you can fall out your office and fall into it. Yeah. Um, so it's one excuse taken out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Because it will, it will, um, they are such great evenings, not just because it's I win, I can't running it, the ones that everyone I go to has is really beneficial. Be proactive about that. I did not do that enough in my early career days. Okay, do you All have right. any advice for people who might potentially be a little bit introverted, might find these sorts of um, networking events, networking events difficult? Yeah. Is it just I a matter of taking the plunge? I think it's a matter of taking the plunge. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's, there's no way, Loads of companies do speed mentoring. Aon does a great one as well. So loads of companies do speed mentoring events. It's a great way to go to something um, for 10 minutes with somebody. Mm. And you can be as open or as close as you like, but just go, mm. just go, because it's great. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's nothing but a positive evening, honestly. And I think the thing is, I, I think people often think that uh, it's just them who's kind of scared of doing it. But actually, I think it's a lot of people in the room are. Oh, yeah. We're all in Feeling the same boat. Awkward. We're all in the same yeah. boat. And we all have yeah. our issues and things. We think, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bit of, bit of help about that. Um, but, but they are generally, I would say, they are just great evenings. But you've got to steal yourself to go. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. nobody can make you. You can't be made to go. There's no way these events can be made easier. Yeah. For, they're as made as easy as they can. They're very open, they're very friendly, the information is there, it's easy to book, you get in, you get to go to some great buildings, generally speaking, depending where the hell's, all sorts of reasons for going, all right? And then just go, yeah. just put your name down and go. And because they're open and positive events, there should be no barriers for somebody going other than the ones that they have themselves. Mm. Yeah. And they, you just have to kind of still yourself and maybe when you make that first step to do that it makes things just things easier yeah, yeah. absolutely I mean because you know people are one of the things I love about the insurance and, and reinsurance in industry and the London market and Lloyd's however you want to phrase it are the people it's a people driven business brokers underwriters Very risk managers yeah. the professional sort of service companies whatever it is a people business yeah and that's what makes it fantastic and one of the best places to work for that. I've got relationships and people I've known for 30 odd years, you know, that you still see them. Mm. And it's great. No, absolutely. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. We're all in different places. We tip up in different, you know, films or whatever, but it's very, um, it's a great industry for that. And, and while it's not perfect in terms of some of its culture, my experience is that people are always willing to help people yeah. if yeah. you ask. Yeah. So you just have to ask, I think. Yeah. And, and But mentoring is massively powerful, networking. And then, you know, and if your company doesn't have a sponsorship scheme, talk to them about what that might look like, mm -hmm. whether okay. they can think about putting one in place. Okay. <laughs> you, you mentioned um, right at the very beginning Ooh. that, you know, um, a lot of people generally say that they fall into the yes. insurance industry. Yeah. They get there by accident. Nobody chooses it. How can we make this industry a place where young people... Well, think about. I think yes, I want an insurance. Yeah. And yeah. I and I think that I think we're starting to do that already. So I got some colleagues on the IWIN committee and, and work for the CII who are out doing that now in the universities this week, um, taking part in. Um, I think you should call it the milk round, I don't know whether they call it that anymore, but taking part in in displaying 
you know, what companies you could think about working for. Um, and the insurance industry, the CII is very positive in this, um, is starting to do that. And I think that's, that's, it's much easier these days because we now have so many different elements to our business than we perhaps we used to um, 20 odd years ago. So we've got actuaries, we've got risk managers, we've got professional technicians, um, we've got development in IT and AI, we've got all sorts of elements to our business, uh, risk modelers, you know, regulation specialists, whatever it might be, we've got that support network around a company has just exploded in terms of technical ability required, different kinds of jobs. Yeah. Um, and roles you need people to fill. And so the ability to go and talk about our industry is very different now than it was before, mm. when it was perhaps a little bit simpler, you know, um, in the maybe more pre-regulated days and then uh, sort of capital modeling days, etc. Mm. Whereas that's, that change and, and the technology change that we've gone through in this kind of fourth industrial revolution bit that we're in has massively changed our business. So the ability to demonstrate it, talk about it, um, is huge yeah. um, and I think there are lots of things that are happening uh, there's London Insurance Life on Instagram which showcases young people coming into the business what kind of roles are available and, and we've got apprenticeship schemes being created by companies you know the apprenticeship levy wish they hadn't called it apprenticeship schemes because that's got so many connotations for us in, in the UK I think but these are the ability to create a your own scheme internally so take school leavers under yes. 16 or, or 18 rather yeah. than go to university mm -hmm. and learn and do a degree with a company yeah. and get paid while you're learning we're doing that much better as well loads of companies brokers and, and underwriters are creating their own um, sort of insurance apprenticeship space mm. so we're doing things like that so I think we're getting better at doing that so when you you know when you read applications for, for a particular thing um, sort of uh, when judging the applications for the for the awards it's it's there's an age thing there in terms of uh, of you know people falling falling into insurance but I do also think that we don't actually promote ourselves well enough mm. I, I, you know just just generally so I think we we, we can target things that CII are doing and the ABI are very good um, just looking at some more market bodies at promoting the industry um, but we don't you know as a um, you do stumble it stumble into it occasionally um, but I think it I'd like to think it's less now than it was before and, yeah. and maybe you start your career in one of the big four say and then mm. you do work for mm. um, in, uh, for, for a, an, an insurance company yeah. and then you transition into that insurance company mm. so I'm not sure I would count that as falling into it I mean yeah. I knew nothing when I when I joined I knew nothing about Lloyd's nothing about underwriting and broking it just seemed fun <laughs> How was um, it? It was extremely good fun. Good. The eighties were fun. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that now. Um, but but it, it was it was fun, and it's that people mix thing, and it was just yeah. it was great. And yeah. but what we do as an industry is just massively powerful. Oh yes, yeah. and I don't yeah. think we 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 recognise that enough yeah, either. We'll talk about it enough. We'll talk no. about that. So in January, I'm going into because um, I'm a vice chair of a. a a multi-academy trust so I get into one of the schools how do you have time to all, do all of this yeah. <laughs> that's because it's well I don't know really you kind of make the time really but I love that I love doing this and um, so going in in January to talk to them about insurance and it's like oh god in a bunch of year 10s talking to oh, them about insurance no. so but actually when you think about it um, taking it into a context of what we do as an industry and, and perhaps 
changing their perception that it's more than just car, house, mm. yeah. you, know, the, you know, things that you have to have. But if you looked at it from a context of film or sport is probably where I'm going with this. Um, and the kind of things mm. that that's, you know, the sportsmen individually, teams need to have, yeah. the kind of cover they need to have in place. You know, if you're looking yeah, at the film industry. So make yeah. it real world and, and actually get them to think about it. And then try and overlay that with the kind of jobs that are there to do right on the doorstep. Because, you know, the city is surrounded by some of the poorest boroughs in mm. the country. Mm. Mm. And there is a wealth of talent sitting in those schools. And so things like the apprenticeship schemes, uh, the, the brokerage city link scheme that that's a, that, that um, provides um, the ability for, for young people from the schools to come in and experience the industry are, are huge because we've got yeah. the best, potentially an amazing workforce right on our doorstep. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we just don't access that well enough. So it's about talking about our industry, making it a bit sexier maybe. Yes. All right? Um, but also, uh, and then from that, and then just demonstrate how we rebuild people's lives, what we yes. do. We've just run out of time. But oh, thank you okay. so much oh, it, for It's a pleasure. It's been really yeah, good fun. You, I can't believe where the time's gone, actually. I know. So <laughs> I've, so I've really enjoyed it as well, so thank you. Thank Bye you for coming on. Oh, it's great. All right. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening today. If you'd like to get in touch, you can do so via our Twitter account, at Risky Mix. We'd love to hear your thoughts and questions. And if you know any inspirational women in the industry who you think would be great for the Risky Mix podcast, get in touch. See you next week.